1: Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. Thirsty Thursday. Welcome to Bloody Happy Hour.
0: Um, we are drinking on some white claw. And we have our beautiful cups on the table. If you don't watch us on YouTube, ah! go right now. How dare you and look at our cups. Um I shout out to listener Misty McCombs.
1: I feel like I need the black one and you need. No, Snow you. Word. No, after you go to that Trump rally, you do not deserve to have anything
0: black. Actually, <laughs> what does the back of this cup say? Stay aware, stay alive, and always be GTF, y'all. You guys can have these made too. We love them. They're going to officially be our our happy hour, bloody happy hour cups. Um, and all you have to do is either one, go to Idle Hands Crafts and More. Facebook page, okay, or you can email Misty at Idle Hands Crafts, just the letter N more at gmail.com and you can have you one made and bring it and drink out of it for our next mixer slash live show. Woo-hoo. If you are not watching us and you want to see what they look like, go to our bloody happy hour instagram or twitter or facebook page because you will see those pictures and they are legit
1: or you can watch this slot not live but on youtube yeah yep. yep 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 okay um what else is happening anything we need to touch up on or nothing i guess not i did swipe right okay And this guy literally looks like a vampire. With his eyes, they're beautiful. Oh. Then he was like, well, do you want to (laughs) go? Do you want to go? He sent me a screenshot of some trails and came from (laughs) Park. Oh, shit. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy's beautiful. And then he said... He was like, I like mountain biking. We could go to mountain bike camera park. And I was like, oh, hell, you he trying to murder me. <laughs> and so I sent it to my um, co-worker boss lady, and she was like, I was like, I'm definitely going to be murdered if I go out with this guy. Did you go? I just started talking to him this week. Oh, okay. So by the time you hear this, if I'm still alive, because I think we are going to, I probably am going go to go the trails. <laughs> I do know the trails, like the back of my hand. I got them all in
0: my head, like I so I would at least be able to find you. I'm going to need you to maybe say
1: I'll meet you for coffee when you get off the trails. Or a drink. Okay, I'll meet him in a public place. Like my house. We just,
0: told we-, them- <laughs> <laughs> we just told them the two weeks ago that you have matured and grown. No,
1: I said that I recognize red flags. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I will abide by the rules (laughs) i will try
0: (laughs) oh goodness y'all okay so i got a story for you guys if you're drinking you're definitely going to need to pour you another drink for this episode if you are not drinking then you should what are you doing with your life
1: yeah obviously you're not um any fun you know, I took a couple weeks off from Texas. Oh, we're back in Texas. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to be reporting on my murder. It'll be like, oh, body found in the woods on Cameron Park
0: Trail. I don't know how. I just keep getting lured back to Texas, but I did. It's fine. But I was supposed to tell this story because you'll find out in a minute. Um, and this is going to be a quickie because there's not a lot of information on this story. Oh, yeah. So I kind of finished it and I was like, ooh, I got so many questions, but... There's just not a lot of information out there. But what there is is a lot of footage. (gasps) I love footage. Videos and confession tapes. And so get ready. (gasps) Let's meet a guy named Kevin Davis.
1: Mm, Okay. Sounds like a movie star. We're going to Corpus Christi, Texas.
0: Oh. I used to live there, so I was really interested in this. So I'm going to say... Trigger, 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 trigger.
1: What episode is not triggered? I know.
0: So, but I don't want you to tell you what the triggers are because I don't want to scoop the story. Mm. So if you're a first time listener and you don't like details and you don't like explicit and you don't like hearing all the gory stuff, this is probably not the podcast for you. Or we'll tell you where to fast forward. I don't know. Or if you love it, then this is the episode for you because Caroline and I love the details. I do. Let me introduce you to Kevin Davis. He was born in 1955, and his mom's name was Kimberly Hill. There's not much information about his dad. All we know is dad left him at a young age. Mom was a single mom. He left Kevin at a young age. Mm -hmm. Now, I was like, looked at a picture of Kevin, and it does look like he is half black like half black or have something he's biracial but mom is white so then i was like way to go to be the stereotype black dad yeah to just leave you know, you know when they're pregnant but he gone so um maybe that's a red flag we'll see later on dad leaves at a young age they did he kevin also has a sister she was about six years older than him and they live in Corpus Christi. Now, right now at the time that we're about to talk about, Kevin and his mom live together in a two-bedroom apartment in the Windrush apartment complex, all you Corpus Christi listeners, and it's apartment 1707. Oh. Um, Kimberly was a hospice caretaker. So, mm-hmm. she, I don't. they never said nurse, so she was probably one of the ones that kind of yeah. comes at the end and when helps them have a happy ending, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was described by both kids, Kevin and Sister Desiree, as a great mother, the world's best mother, and she did anything and everything that she could for her children. Okay? Oh, that's so nice. Kevin, though, was described as bizarre.
1: Bizarre? He an wasn't... outcast. Oh.
0: A loner. Oh. Very awkward, socially awkward, and as far as grades, he was just, like, a mediocre student. He was good at English, but, like, everything else was, like, you know, C means continue yeah. on. And kinda
1: um, Sounds like me a little bit. A little bizarre, <laughs> mediocre student. Um,
0: right. He was not involved in any sports or any clubs in school. He no. just kind of, like, went to school and went home. No, it's not me. And that's really all we know about Kevin's childhood, oh. is that it was just him and his mom and his sister, and dad left. Just
1: kind of... Yeah, that's it. Normal, a little under the radar. Yeah.
0: So let's go to March 27th, which when I found this story, guess what date it was? March 27th. March 27th. Oh my God. And we're in 2014. Okay. Kevin is 18 years old at this time. Mm-hmm. Now on this day, for so some reason- he's still reason, in school. He's about to graduate. He had he had just- um, I guess if it's March. Uh, but I think he was done, so maybe mm. he was an early graduate. Not important. Yeah. Um, because I wondered too, and I really couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin was contemplating suicide on this day. Oh, he said that he was bored with life. He did not like life. He did not like people, and he was just tired of living a mundane life. Oh, he needs some excitement. He needed some excitement. He gives himself some excitement. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he decided to ask his mom for permission to kill himself.
1: Oh. Okay. Well, he's thoughtful.
0: So at first, she was caught off guard and distraught. Clearly. By his request. Yes. But then he later says that she was just like, you know what? You're a grown man. I cannot control your actions. And if you did it, I would just have to deal with it.
1: I'm going to need you to not say that. I know. I that you that should is go call a psychologist or go take alert, a start to the department.
0: Alert, <laughs> alert. <laughs> Mama it, of the year. <laughs> What the hell? If anybody
1: if Ever my dog says that, came up to me, <laughs> and told me he was going to kill himself and be like, "What the
0: hell's wrong with you?
1: No? no, you better not do not jump off that bridge." Well, and I was like, "What? How do you
0: just skim over that and just say She's like,
1: "Well, I am kind of sick of him."
0: Now, well, and what we and oh, no. what we later find out is that he might have had this conversation frequently, so she was probably just like, "Fucking go do it." Oh, shit. So he wore, wore out, I guess, the suicide conversation.
1: He probably has, like, said it so many times, and he's like. She's just like, not, okay, just, okay, you're yeah. really not going to Let do me this. just call your
0: bluff. So. Oh, no. Then, after she said, I'll just have to deal with it, like it's your choice, you're a grown man, she called up his sister, who lived in another apartment down the road, and she said, Desiree, Kevin's just going to need to come live with you. He just needs to get out of the house. He needs a different change of scenery. Can you come get him here in a a little bit? Mm -mm. Come get him. So... She felt like Kevin needed to get out of the house and need a chain of scenery because he didn't have a lot of friends. And he never went anywhere. He played video games all day long. Oh, there you go. And he did not even drive. So if he had to go somewhere, he would either have to get a ride or he'd have to ride his bike as an 18-year-old male boy. Now, this phone call to his sister pissed Kevin off because he was like, I just told you I was going to kill myself. And not only did you tell me to basically do it now you want me to like get out of your way oh no so he said later says that his mom would send him to his sisters a lot and he felt like it was because she was bothered by him
1: clear
2: yeah
0: yeah she needed a break from him so how much older is the sister Six years older. So she's got her own life. He's 18 and whatever 18 plus six is. She's got her own Mm -hmm. apartment. Mm -hmm. She's got her own life. Mm -hmm. Um, Later that evening, he left his house on his bike. And about 9 p.m., he knocked on a random person's door. He asked them to use their phone to call the police. And they were like, why? Because this is 2014. Why don't you have a cell phone? He says, I had just murdered someone. Can I please use your phone?
1: oh hell no what do you do i close the door and i go
0: run inside i'll say get, yeah i would call i would say okay yeah. i'll call for you but you're not gonna come in i'm probably not gonna give you my phone like it's not gonna happen so oh gosh no. he calls the police and they show up immediately to where he's at at that time okay. they bring him into the station um, it's now like the early morning hours, so it's like the mm-hmm. next day, it's the 28th now. And the police arrive at apartment 1707. and when they got there, oh, the no. place was bloody. Bloody, bloody, bloody. They found Kevin's mom, Kimberly Hill, laying on the floor in her bedroom. She oh. was brutally attacked. They found a hammer next to her body, oh, and there were three different notes that were written by Kevin, written and signed by Kevin. Oh no. Now, one of the notes in the left in his the bedroom where the body was said, "Chase me, sorry for the mess k d
1: Chase me, yeah,
0: so that's I took it like he was telling the
1: cops, even though me. he called, mm-hmm. What the oh, we'll clear hell? that up in a minute. Oh Lord!
0: Another note was to his sister Desiree. It said, "Keep your head up, hurry. She might be alive, even though I highly doubt it." KD. So she wrote a he wrote a letter to KD to Desiree because remember Desiree was supposedly supposed to come and pick him up mm-hmm. to go and stay with her. She, I guess, she never did. So he thought Desiree was going to be the first person to discover his mom's body. Um, he thought Desiree was going to discover his body, but Desiree never showed up. So that's when he left this house on his bike. And when he was riding, he had made it like to the next little town. He had this overwhelming feeling of guilt. He started crying uncontrollably. And that is when he knocked at these people's
1: door. Oh, gosh.
0: So. Authorities the next day sit down with Kevin in the police department. Mm -hmm. Kevin is basically like Jeffrey Dahmer and he gives all the information.
1: Oh no.
0: He said that at 9 p.m. on March 7th, on 9 (laughs) p.m. on March 27th, after he had that conversation with his mom, that he was just worked up and did not like her response. And so he took his video game cord. His mom was sitting on the couch in the living room watching TV. He strangled his mom with his cord, but mom was a big woman. She fought back, and she pulled the cord off, and she started to scream. So Kevin panicked. (laughs) He ran to her bedroom. So he ran to his mom's bedroom because he knew that she kept a hammer Oh. In the drawer in oh. her nightstand. Oh, lord!
1: Is that normal? No, um uh, uh, no, I don't do that, and I don't do normal things, so that's not normal. So maybe I was she like- just like had just repaired something and she just left. No, she kept it there kept it there maybe she's like not a gun person so she was like i'll and just she's get this, my i thought hammer. about that like
0: she's a single mom she lives in this apartment complex maybe that was like her way of like that's her that weapon. was her bat she or have- did she know what her son was capable of oh i don't know i don't that's what that's just when i was yeah. like who has a hammer in their nightstand drawer well, I so maybe do your have,
1: You do have a small. Yeah, I don't have it in my nightstand drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might put it in there though. <laughs> put it there. Send me a picture. Oh, a bunch of random shit in there.
0: So that's just where my mind went.
1: Wasn't he next got to that K-Y hammer. K Y jelly.
0: Next to the K Y <laughs> jelly. Ooh, maybe it was used for other things. Uh huh. He started to hit her in the head with a hammer, approximately twenty times. Oh shit! Then he drug her body so into just- her bedroom. Oh no. She was still moaning. So he was like, Is she playing dead? So he grabbed the hammer again and he hit her several more times until her skull oh. cracked open. Mm hmm. I mean, I, mean like, I can't like
1: a watermelon. Like a watermelon. That's what it's that's the visual.
0: And did I mention that he's doing his mom this way? Like this is son doing this to his mom.
1: Well, I mean, we do have Chandler Halderson, I and know. we do have that weird-ass whoever person you talked about last week who lived with all those cats. Yes, Verity. <laughs> Verity?
2: Was that her name? Yes. Oh, gosh.
0: Now, that wasn't good enough for Mr. Kevin
1: Davis. Oh, He wanted no. to make sure she was dead dead. Okay, let like, me think. Did he take her outside to run over the car? Nope. Um. Did he? He didn't have a gun. Uh -uh. Um. Put her on the in the oven. Well, he did go to
0: the kitchen. Oh, and he got a knife. Ooh, and he grabs this big knife and he sticks it in her opened skull, and he mixes her (laughs) brain matter around like it's
1: spaghetti soup. (laughs) I don't, I'm going to visualize the neighbors sometimes like on Halloween, you know, where they like have like stick your hand in the brains mm -hmm. and it's like a bowl of spaghetti and you're like, eh, and then that's what I think about And it probably
0: feels like that or it probably feels like hamburger meat or something. I think I'm going to go have some
1: spaghetti tonight. Oh. Sounds really good. Y'all.
0: Hamburger helper. That wasn't enough though.
1: (laughs) Pasta-roni.
0: And if you're a new listener,
1: we have to laugh through this oh, because it is yeah, so. Yes, I will constantly make light of everything. So,
0: so the knife wasn't good enough. He really wanted to make sure she was dead, so he chunked the knife and stuck his hand and decided to oh, just kind of. He mm-hmm. was
1: maybe he was trying to be he an
0: autopsy. was he was fingering her brain. <laughs> He was trying to be an autopsy. He was like, oh. All five finger. He was fisting. He was fisting her brain. Oh.
1: Was he? But let me ask you this. Was he getting off on this? Like sexually? Was this like. He's a, about to. Oh. I
0: knew. Because next he removed her clothing. <gasps> and he raped his mom's <gasps> dead corpse.
1: Where has this story
0: been? I, I know. This is like. All Ed Kemper things. 2.0. Except for Ed Kemper just raped his mom's skull. He actually raped his mom's bajayjay. And then he he put it it in a candle
1: and sold it like Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. That was not real. That was just fake. That was a joke.
3: And now a word from our sponsors.
1: Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess Rachel and Christopher.
2: I love it when you say my name.
1: And you didn't say hi. I
2: didn't. You. you- Kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> it's, not reading it it's, because I don't like reading.
1: Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything.
3: Mm. La, 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 la.
1: Find us on Instagram at bustles and bangers or on roguemedianetwork.com. Hola, yo soy Jackie y yo soy Jessica y esto es zona del crimen. Podcasts donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales
0: y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos.
2: Hey, I'm Blair and I'm Brittany and we're the hosts of By, By the, the Cover, cover Podcast. <laughs> We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You can find us on Instagram at the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those too, also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait! Hope you love it!
4: I uh, was saying earlier, you, you've talked to some people, you want to get some stuff off your chest. Uh, you know, we're here to listen to you. Why are you here? What happened? And tell us what, you know, what happened?
3: Well, have you, has anybody gone to the house yet? Do you really? We know what happened. We have,
4: but we want to hear... ...beginning, man. What, what caused this?
3: Well, the very beginning, I asked my mother for permission to die, or rather kind of com- commit suicide, the sort of beating around the bush sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Because, well, well, that doesn't really matter why I wanted to kill myself. Sure anyway. it does, it does. I'm bored with life. I don't like life, mm-hmm. I don't like people, I don't like living it, basically. There's really nothing, anything depressing about it, it's just is what it is. And so... I wrote the note. I did.
4: When did you write the note? Around six, six-ish, 7 Today or yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday, okay.
3: That's on the afternoon or morning? Afternoon. Okay.
4: okay. And then what happened? And then... Did you get upset?
3: Kind of, well, no, actually. I molded it over. And then on a whim, actually, I turned it over. So a plan to kill both my mother and my sister, okay. quite frankly. That's always been a thing of mine. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit of a pervert.
4: Um, Is it like a a fantasy thing? It is,
3: actually. So, that didn't The best laid plans never work out, apparently, or at least the one scribbled on a piece of paper. Uh. Because she had decided she was sick of this stuff and she was going to go send me to live with my sister again. And so I kind of left off in a fury and just did it right then and there. You did what? Well. I tried to strangle her with a cord. Mm -hmm. A ripped cord from a video game console controller. That didn't
4: work, huh? What was this your thought
3: of her? She was sitting on the couch watching TV. Okay. That didn't work out too well. She started screaming and so I went to her room, Mm -hmm. opened a drawer at the very bottom to the right. I pulled out a hammer, I went back in the living room and well you kinda get the gist from there. And uh was out pretty quickly, kind of tried to play dead at first, but then I finished
4: it. So you hit her with a hammer when she was sitting in the sofa in the living room?
3: No. First, I tried to strangle her, and uh-huh. that didn't work. Right. She grabbed the cord, so yes. I raced back into her room, mm-hmm. grabbed the hammer, came back out, and then did it. Okay. How many times
4: did you hit her with a hammer in
3: the living room? At least 20, but then she was still alive. I dragged her into the room, as you probably clearly saw. And then I uh, kind of warmed my hands into her brains to kind of just just cut it. Mm -hmm. She was still snoring.
4: Okay. She was still alive. She was still alive. And you went in there and you kind of grabbed those brains. Yeah, finished it. Alright. Did you use a knife on her?
3: Actually, I was going to, but no, I didn't get to do that.
4: Did you? Well, did you? I guess you never got to stab her with a knife. No. It was all with a hammer.
3: It was all with a hammer in my hand.
4: Where did you hit her with the hammer? The head. All in, the, all in the head area?
3: All in the head, I believe. She, I may have gotten her hand because she was covering herself.
4: Okay. Right. Is this in the front or the, or the back of the head?
3: Top, back, mainly. Yeah. No, actually the entrance wound is around yonder somewhere here.
4: Okay. And then, uh, so when when you dragged her to the the living room, I mean to the bedroom, you kept on hitting her there?
3: Yeah, I kind of went that
4: into uh That's when you reached in and grabbed the brain?
3: Yeah, I kicked at it a bit. Then I just, uh, that was kind of silly. But then, yeah, I just decided to reach in and kind of just just do it. Mm-hmm.
4: So, and then what did you do after that?
3: Then I had sex with
4: her corpse. You did? Mm-hmm. Did you come inside her? I did, actually. Have you ever done that before, like, that had sex with her?
3: No, like, I haven't, actually. This that. was
4: just the first time?
3: Oh, yeah, I lost my virginity to a corpse.
4: Okay. Uh, did you change in the bathroom? Did you?
3: I did. I even. I took a bath before then. My penis really. Well, that's a little personal, but yeah, mm-hmm. I needed to clean it off, and so. Um, and then, I, then I changed.
4: Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about your sister? What's your sister's name?
3: Uh, Desiree Hill. Is she okay? She is okay. Yeah. Okay. she? I... Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Do you see how he just grazed over? (sighs) And the the police was like, did you come in her? Yes, I did. Uh, Have you ever done that before? No. I lost my virginity to my
1: dead mom. (sighs) Wait, what? Okay. (laughs) What? Take a drink. (sighs) I'm out. I need another one. even know where
0: they are so after he raped his dead mom's corpse he said he ran him a bath so you got blood i have an issue with this i'm i'm not a bath person it's gross to me every once in a while oh i love a bath but you already bathe in your own filth but now you got dead Brain and blood all over you, and you still crawl you your butt in a bathtub?
1: After he just massaged his mom's brain Ugh. and had sex with her. What? That's the last thing he cares about, I think. Oh. I don't know why he's in a ba- He's probably just t- exhausted. Yeah. He's like, oh, let me just get some eucalyptus and throw that in here. Gross, Kevin. Gross, Kevin.
0: So I said three letters at at the beginning of the story. That third letter, he detailed how he had always planned to kill his mom and his sister. And that's why the police at the end ask about his sister, Desiree, if she's okay. Now, his plan, when the murder was happening and after his bath, is that he was going to leave his mom's house, ride his bike to his sister's house, um and kill her um but he was just real spent, like you said he was
1: just out he was like man that took a lot out of me
0: and he just decided he was just gonna run and he was like i've i've had enough killing for
1: the day i cannot believe he was a virgin
0: he was a virgin oh please google what he looks like
1: oh god what's kevin durant (laughs) what's his name (laughs) kevin Kevin Davis. davis davis
0: okay and so that's when he started crying. So instead, he he ran. He was like, I'm just going to run and see how far I can get. That's why he said, chase me. So he rode to the next town over, ditched his bike, walked on the railroad a little bit, and then planned to get on a railroad, on a Greyhound bus. And that's... That's, yeah. Do you see why he's still a virgin? But that's his mom. And that's his mom. And... um. He was gonna get on the Greyhound bus, but that's when he lost it and decided to call the police instead. Is
1: he did he have um, any like diagnosis of stuff before this? So is he like a school like there was no disabilities like in the school records? He
0: is funny looking, like he yep, is funny, oh, y'all. Yeah,
4: he This is, guy is funny looking. He looks
0: evil. He puts me in the mind of the kid that killed the teacher. In the bathroom and, like, willed her body. Used to yes. that story. That's who he puts me in the mind. Yeah. Um, so, during the interview, you can watch this whole interview. It's on YouTube. They actually call the sister and they leave a voicemail for the sister because during this time, like, the sister still doesn't know, like, what's going on. Um, they asked him later on in the interview... If he felt sorry, we might as well leave these on because I got more. If he felt sorry for what he did to his mom. And let's hear his
3: response.
4: You feel sorry you did this to your mom?
3: In a way, yes, but I wouldn't take back what I did. It's strange, really. I did love her in a way.
4: Has uh, uh, she been mean to me?
3: To oh me? no, no, she's been the best mother. Okay, so she is nothing
4: that she did.
3: Oh, absolutely nothing. No. If she, I
4: was to ask you what did she do to deserve this, what would you
3: answer? Absolutely nothing. I'm just, I'm a terrible, I'm 30%. a cruel, disgusting person. Yeah, basically. How'd you come
4: up with the idea to kill her and have sex with uh, her?
3: How did I come up with it? Yeah, was it? It's been a developing just, idea uh, in my brain.
4: But you haven't gotten ideas from games or videos or you're not into some of those dark games?
3: Some things inspired me, but they did not necessarily plant the seed. Mm -hmm. Get me? They didn't plant the seed, but they did egg me on, rather, I guess. Is
4: that the books you've been reading?
3: Not necessarily. I watched them. I got, actually, I recently got into watching some some foreign movies, creepy stuff, not necessarily mainstream horror, the kind of stuff that you keep away from. Oh,
4: okay. okay, So are you into witchcraft?
3: Anything like mm, that? No, not, ra- I guess it sounds kind of, um,
4: strange. I'm just, I'm just interested because it's something unusual and you're here telling us about it and you appear to be a nice guy. You appear to be a good guy. You know, you're, you know, you're not yelling and screaming at us. You seem very rational. You're, you're very rational. You're a good guy. That's what I'm trying to figure you out, that's all. Uh,
3: well, this Despite how I ended her life, I'm kind of more fascinated by the more artistic ways of murder, a meticulous manner, the way they cut them open. And you didn't do anything. Just sliced them to pieces. I mean, such care, such love. And
4: where, did, uh, where did the hammer come from that you used?
3: From her drawer. Okay. Yes.
4: And then after you killed her, you just left it there, the hammer? I did. Yes. You saw a hammer there.
3: So
0: um, he describes how he would have preferred to kill her because he respects the precision and the artistic way of some people, how they killed. It is, I mean, he just kind of glazes over a lot of things and he talks about it, kind of like we talk about it, but we didn't perform the act, right? Mm -mm. Um, He goes on to tell them that he is not mentally disturbed at all and that he was saying he is just a disgusting gross person and that he knew what he did and when he was doing it and he knew it was wrong. And so the police are are very good at asking him things because they what's this going to happen it's going to be played in a trial soon, yeah. right? So just in case he tries to like say, "Oh, sorry, I was crazy." Mm-hmm. They have this footage of him saying otherwise. And during the interview, the whole interview is about 40 minutes long, and I'm just kind of giving you the highlights. They ask him, um, Does he think he will ever kill again? So remember, they asked him how, if he, why he didn't kill his sister. He said he had had enough killing for the day. And so he says, Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I will, since I'm being honest, I'm going to kill again. And he actually had another confession.
1: Oh,
4: yeah to keep on, you know, with other fantasies, or, or how do you feel?
3: I came here to pay for my crime, so I guess I should continue with the truth, mm-hmm. truthfully. Yes,
4: definitely.
3: I would kill again.
4: How about us? think you want to kill us?
3: Oh, no, rabbit men aren't my thing, actually. Well, women? Yeah. Okay, I, 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 do you have a girlfriend? I don't. You I've know. never had a
4: girl i tell you what. Give me your fancy of killing a woman. What oh, would your fancy killing would be? Your age killing. What would that be?
3: This is a little peculiar. I'm on camera. Okay. Um.
4: <laughs> I'm not surprised at what I'm going to hear, but uh, you tell me.
3: Maybe dressing up in a nice suit. Sneaking into her house. Sabling her boyfriend, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd bring a pretty dress with me to dress her up in. I, I was always into strangling, but after after that last um, blunder, I guess maybe something big and sharp would be more along the, more along my thing. And mm-hmm. I could, I don't know, probably decapitate her, as I I prefer my women dead. Um, okay. I'd dress her up, I'd stitch her up, kind of just kind of try to work the head back on, perhaps.
4: And uh, then I'd
3: go to town and it would be a night to remember. Mm-hmm. And then I'd kind of just burn everything and run for the hills.
4: You, you mentioned that you lost your virginity to a corpse. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What happened?
3: Oh, well, just last night, my mother. Yeah.
4: Okay, you, not somebody else. You're talking no. about your mom. Yes. Okay, so before that you had never had sex.
3: Well, uh, I guess since I'm being yeah. quiet about it, I might as well tell you now. I, yeah, and it's on the note too, the PS part. Uh, we used to have a gray cat named um, Claire. Oh yeah, BCL Alley is a thing of mine too, mm-hmm. so now you know. And so I, um, I strangled it, I drowned it, and then I cut it open. You know the rest.
4: Mm. You kind of get the rest. You had sex with a cat, a dead cat. Yeah,
3: ripped it open, stuck it in
4: there. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you ever had sex with a live person? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> so that your thing, of, of having sex with a live person, that doesn't turn you on. It's uh, dead, dead thing, dead person, dead an- animal. That's what turns you on.
3: I don't necessarily mind. I don't have standards or morals, mm-hmm. body to body, and in the end, it's a piece of meat. I guess it's harsh to say, but mm-hmm. but no, I don't necessarily mind.
4: How about, how about the idea of hurting yourself? Do you have the same idea now? Huh? Do you have the same idea that you want to hurt yourself commit suicide? No, it's all for me. I'm just
3: going to say the music, whatever happens, happens.
4: Yeah.
1: Sex with a dead cat was not on my bingo card. That was not on my bingo card. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, God. First of all. Let Claire. Me go- he, his- he lost his virginity to Claire. Hang on. Let me, gra- let me grab my holy water. I need to sprinkle. Okay. So. I, it- first of all, I feel like he's ma- he's like making all this up. Like, I feel like he's just like. Just wanting to be profound and uh-huh. like, oh, I would cut her open and then I would stitch her up and I would put her te- decapitate her and put her head back on. But and he's wanting to be some notorious uh-huh. and like saying all this stuff. But he didn't. He impulsively did a. But he did messy a shitty, ass, yeah, yeah, with the hammer. And you're not smart enough, or you're just lazy, or you're what
0: serial killers did you hear? Did you did you think of when he was describing? What he wanted to do. All the big ones. Brodus, he would dress up his people, right? He'd dress up his women in like nice dresses.
1: Um,
0: oh, yeah. Decapitation, yep. so I guess that's a little bit of Kemper. Yeah. Did anybody sew some their heads back on? I guess that would be some Ed Gain. He would sew fake faces onto people. Ed Gain. Gain. Um, Anyway, so you could tell I'd been watching some stuff, and then he was picking the worst parts of yes. what, he, what he thought.
1: What? The, the cat. So I bet he you ripped it literally open. fell <laughs> out of the, like You were driving your car, and you fell out of your car, rolled, ran yourself over, and then had to revive yourself because you died so hard. He strangled
0: the cat. He drowned the cat. Then he cut it open and... Went to town. How about how he described the dead doing the dead corpse? Then I would, then I would go to work, and it would be a night to remember doing the dead woman's body.
1: That was part of the thing where I thought it was he was, malingering. Mm. What? <laughs> I learned big words when it's when I'm in trial. Um, trying to sound bigger Fein- than he is. yeah feigning, just like making it up to sound cooler or to sound better. Like, yeah. I feel like he was just, he was just saying those things because he thought that's, he wanted to be like that, but mm. he never would have done that. Cause he's, he, he went to this easiest target, his mom, who he lived with. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even like try to like, he didn't hunt anybody out and didn't have like prepare things. Like he was never going to be, I think. No, he wanted to be a
0: because killer. even if his mom was the ultimate I person, mean, he, he wanted to cat. kill he, I
1: don't even think he really wanted to. Like, he said she was great. I just, what, like, there was no reason for her doing that. Like, I know. Like, he didn't, like, fantasize about that. He like, did
0: fantasize. He said he had started fantasizing about it in his pre-teens. So 13, 14-ish. And so they asked him if he had ever got any mental help, like, talked to a therapist or anything. And he says, no, I just chalked it up to that. That's just me. And that's my personality. So that's just who I am. Um, he never really knew that he was going to act on it that night. He just did. He was like, tonight's tonight night. Like, it's now or never. That's so, that is
1: just the, wow. I,
0: that, this he right here. The mo-
1: he did the most.
0: It lets me know that, like, evil is real. Like, Kemper, it's like, okay, his mom was horrible to him. I can see why he would want to kill his mom, Right. But, like, supposedly, according to both of the kids and the people around them, she was a good mom. She, a decent mom. And so what is your, what's the function behind your behavior besides you are just pure evil? <sighs> <Mm-mm. clears throat> After all of this, he was booked and he was charged with one count of non-capital murder. So the death penalty was off the table. So it was just basic murder. So it wasn't they weren't able to get capital murder out of this. And I don't like whatever our Texas rules are for capital murder, he mm. his this murder did not fall into that criteria.
1: What? So he was Okay, I don't understand that. Sentence
0: Sentenced to life in prison, but he is eligible for parole in twenty forty four. Why? He would be, because he's so young, and so I heard one podcast or one news reporter that said that because he was so young, he had just turned 18, that if they had given him the death penalty at that young of an age, they would worry about it being overturned later on. So they were safe with giving him life. He would be 48 years of age before he's eligible for parole in 2044.
1: Great. He he says he's going to kill again, so let's go ahead and make him eligible for parole. Hopefully Hopefully at parole, we can go and be like, no.
0: Yeah, or hopefully at least his sister is. And this is what's crazy about this story is that the sister has never done an interview. She's like never wrote a book. She's never nothing like she hasn't come out and said, yeah, we always knew or. I'm so shocked he was the sweetest kid. She just like been silent all this time. So we have, and I don't know what she's scared of. I would probably want to forget it too. One, your brother was going to come and kill and rape you. He did that to your mom. So I have to think: Were they kind of ugly to them? Because you see a lot of happy pictures with the sister and the mom. Mm. And so was he the outcast? He didn't have a dad. He didn't have friends. Loneliness does a lot to somebody. So did that loneliness push him to that point? But I'm not blaming anybody. It just makes me wonder. Like, just have a dark. That's why soul. we don't have any just a dark, dark. Soul. He is. He is scary. Like, not many stories do I just like just stop and walk seem away to
1: have any like empathy. I mean zero for sure, but he just seemed to just, oh, this happened and this is what I did, and yeah. Then, oh yeah, fuck the cat, and then I did this and like oh I killed this and I strangled. This I prefer my women dead. I prefer them dead. I want to cut their head off, set back on. Like okay, but there's nothing that we can draw. Everybody
0: else we've been able to like trace back to their childhood and say, okay, this might explain it. We no don't porn. Know enough.
1: No sexual assault.
0: No sexual assault? He had an abandoned dad. His dad abandoned him. Well, I mean, that's...
1: Yeah. You gotta just... Deal with that. You don't... You're not murdering your... He is funny looking. Yeah, he... I think he probably had some unaddressed issues. Undiagnosed. Yeah, undiagnosed. But... Go to our page and check
0: out what Mr. Kevin Davis looks at. Kevin Jezreel Davis. So you know I had to Google...
1: Jezreel.
0: You know I had to Google... Kevin Davis Sr. or Jezreel Davis Sr. just to see if I could find the dad because the dad yeah. supposedly in the video they ask about his dad and they said I think my dad's in Fort Worth somewhere I don't know he's an idiot so Mr. Kevin Davis's dad if you're out there will you please contact Bloody Happy Hour podcast I'd love to interview you do you have any other kids <laughs> do you have any other kids We should? Do you have a, wa-
1: a current wife because you might want to watch out whenever your son gets released from
0: uh, yeah. In 2044, he can live a full life at the 48 at 48 yeah. years of age. Yep,
1: yep. If they let him out. Oh Ooh. Lord, I hope they don't let that kid out. There you yeah. go. There you go. There you go. Wow. Done. What a story. Done. 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 I was not expecting that I know. little I don't twisty, know. twisty, twist. I don't
0: know where that story's been my whole life.
1: Wow. But there it good. is.
0: Okay, y'all, that is it. If you love this episode, send it to somebody that you know and love or that you somebody that you want to gross out. Yeah, yeah. You know, either one. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening on the Spotify app right now, scroll up to the top and push one of the stars and go ahead and rate us. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app right now, go push us a star and then give us a review. Write one in there and we will read it next week don't forget to stay aware stay alive
1: and always be dtf always 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 bye this has been a rogue media network production